This week, NPR and All Things Considered are celebrating 50 years of being on the air. We've been hearing interviews this week with some of the journalists who have made NPR what it is today. Susan Stamberg, Nina Totenberg, Michelle Norris, and others. Today, we add one more voice that's very familiar to listeners, NPR's senior European correspondent, Sylvia Pajoli. Over the years, Pajoli has disproved the stereotype that women reporters lack the authority and gravitas to cover war and hard news. She's also provided extensive investigative reporting and crafted features that both delight and inform. Plus, she has a voice that listeners love. I started our conversation by asking her what she expected NPR to be like when she first started there nearly 40 years ago. Well, you know, I didn't know NPR from the U.S. because it's uh, I had come here on a fellowship after graduating from college, and NPR didn't exist when I left. And I got to know NPR when I, I went back to the States for a couple of months um, while my husband was on a fellowship. And one of his colleagues was the very famous NPR reporter, Margot Adler. And we became close friends. And I got to know, actually, NPR through her. And uh, I went to Washington, and I was really lucky they didn't have anybody in uh, in Rome. So when I came back to Rome, I, I started, you know, freelancing with NPR. Um, I didn't know anything about radio, so I didn't really know what to expect. But what I found immediately was an incredible warmth and an incredible, a great welcome uh, from everybody at NPR, in, in particularly, of course, all four of the founding mothers. And in particular, Cokie Roberts, you know, really took me under her wing. And uh, I learned how to do radio, I guess, um, you know, <laughs> the way every, most of us do, just, you know, by, by practicing with good editors who, you know, steered me in the right direction. And, uh, yeah, started small. And then after a few years, started traveling and doing assignments across Europe and Eastern Europe and Western Europe and so forth. And NPR, of course, and the world has changed a lot since All Things Considered started in 1971. There wasn't a 24-hour news cycle. There wasn't social media. What do you think has changed the most for reporting for NPR? Well, certainly one one of the things, you know, NPR certainly made a mark with its uh, its storytelling and its audio quality and and, and long form. We did much longer stories 20, 30 years ago than we do now. Uh, I remember, you know, when I was in Bosnia covering the Bosnian War, I could easily be reporting uh, even a seven-minute piece that was actually filed on the phone. And that would not be possible today. That certainly has changed. There's a, a tendency to have much shorter stories. Perhaps, you know, the news cycle is is very intense and... Uh, the you know editors want to get as much on as uh, many stories as possible. So certainly, I think we've lost a bit in that kind of uh, you know the the richness of the sound stories that we were able to tell before. But you know um, I think that's the way the news business has been going uh, more broadly everywhere. You know shorter, and uh, unfortunately the complexity of stories, especially international stories, I think gets a little bit lost that way. You've mentioned your coverage uh, in Bosnia. Journalists around the world, of course, face imprisonment and torture and even assassination for their stories, especially when they expose crime or government corruption or they're in war zones. How have you maintained this fearlessness about reporting, especially as you've covered ethnic cleansing or the fall of communism in Eastern Europe? Well, yes, yeah, certainly the the wars first in Croatia and then in Bosnia and then also in Kosovo. I mean, the Balkan Wars were were several and they covered a span of 10 years. There were definitely, for many of us, you know, of course, there were many dangerous situations. 
the expression post-traumatic stress uh, PTSD was not even used that much then. But it certainly, you know, you certainly had it. Uh, I had it. But I had it usually when I came home, <laughs> not when I was in the field. I don't know. You just sort of know you have this assignment. You got to do it. You just sort of... Uh, you do it. And you. I, I remember being somewhat, I don't want to say fearless, but, you know, not anxiety ridden when I was um, on the field. And I would have much more, you know, reaction when I was in a safer environment when I had time to think about it. And uh, the nightmares came then. I want to ask you, too, about covering the pandemic. You've reported extensively on how hard hit Italy has been by the pandemic. You not only report on Italy, you live there. How has that affected your reporting and how you do your work and how you live? Well, before the pandemic, one of the things I did occasionally when necessary, but I never liked to do uh, phone interviews. I always liked to go in person because of the quality. Well, the pandemic sure changed that. And I became very expert at doing uh you know, interviews. We couldn't go out. I mean, so, you know, we had to, and nobody could go out, so you couldn't meet people. So everything had to be done on the phone or over Zoom or Skype or whatever. Yeah, it was uh, it was intense. Italy was the first uh, country hit in the West, uh, totally unprepared, and the death toll uh, was devastating. Still is. We're now in our, just sort of coming out, perhaps, hopefully, out of the third wave of the pandemic here in Italy. And uh, it's been extremely hard. I've been able to communicate with people uh, a lot through Zoom and, I mean, friends and, and colleagues at work. But the the experience of spending weeks and weeks without really seeing anybody, uh, that was tough. That's been very, very tough. In the couple of minutes that we have left, I do want to ask you about some of your lighter stories. You do get to do lighter stories, too. One of my personal favorites is a story you did on the lore about the origins of tortellini. Um, and how it's made by these women in elaborate operations. Are there stories you wish you could have done that were a little lighter? Oh, I could. I would love to be a food foodie <laughs> reporter. Actually, I mean, uh, I- Italian cuisine in, in, is one of the the richest and most varied. Oh, I could. I could make a whole career out of just uh, talking, writing about food and visiting parts of Italy, which almost every single village has a different cuisine. And certainly every region has a different cuisine from the others. And uh, there's a wonderful history and, and traditions. I would love to be the food reporter for NPR. I'm pretty sure that would be a very popular podcast. Very popular. (laughs) (laughs) Sylvia Pajoli, it is such a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you. Thank you, Melva. It was a pleasure for me, too.